Wow. Holding the mic. Well, the last time you was doing all the talking, so I just let hey, you Hey, so it, listen, man. I'm going to start off with now. the mic. I'm going to start off with the headphones on, the but I'll eventually now, take so them off so that that way it yeah, won't look weird. <laughs> but eventually I'll, t- I'll take them off, okay? You got it, boss. All right. God damn, baby. This is the last podcast, podcast of 2020? Might be, man. I got like four or five in the can, and so this might be the last one. I don't know. Well, it's with the gang, so it's special. No, this is very special. Very special. All right, we, we did one, but now we got... What are we talking about? We got the missing link. You guys ready? We're about to start here. Hold <clears throat> on. Damn, turn the camera, my nigga. Oh, shit, never mind. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. All right, here we go, guys. In three, two, two one. What's going on, world? Hey, listen, man. Welcome to the Goddamn Podcast, man. We are super excited to have you here. Um, this is a special one. Uh, the reason why this is special is because I have my bros with me. Um, all of them definitely hold a very special place in my heart. Met them all at different phases in life. Um, and uh, we have continued to grow our relationship in such a way that, you know, uh, we come to each other with um, important uh, situations uh, We're there for each other When when we're needed uh, I feel like we all Kind of pull on each other In some way Or another um, You know For information Or resources uh, Skill sets Things of that nature uh, Everybody's very different man But We all have a lot in common We're all married We all work with young people To some extent You know what I'm saying um, And um, We're all just Solid individuals You know what I'm saying um, Some of us A little bit more bougie Than others you know what I'm saying? I don't know who laughed first, but whoever laughed first is the person I was referring to. Wow. So you can review that in the tape. Uh, so <laughs> y'all go back and look and see who laughed first. Uh, some of us have, you know, great taste in music. Some of us have not so good taste in music. You know what I'm saying? But we still all kind of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we still all kind of, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. So you know, some of us know how to spell correctly, and then others invent words that don't actually exist. You know what I'm saying? They get mad when people like call them out. Hey, bro, that's not a word. B, like, you know what I'm saying? So, but anyways, some man, of us we. Know how to play chess too. Wow, <laughs> that's fine. I was inebriated. <laughs> I was inebriated. There's that. Yeah. So, uh, on. anywho, man, uh, we're here, man. The goddamn podcast, man. This is probably the last episode of 2020. Wow. Um, and I'm super duper excited about it, man. We started this thing a couple months ago, and these were some of these guys were my initial first guests. Um, one of them couldn't be here because he was shopping. I think actually, yeah, he was shopping. Yeah, he was definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you you know people be like yo, he's in the bag, he's in his bag. He was definitely in picking his bag. up bags, yes, for sure. He was at a he was at a he was at an outlet mall too. Designer, so you know you go crazy out there. Designer, for sure. Designer, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, big jokes. He's like, yeah, man. And then you know, sometimes it's hard to get on his schedule. Listen, it's the busiest. Because look, here's here's the thing, man. We all wear multiple hats, big time. But this man has a lot lot of hats, a lot of hats, (laughs) (laughs) literally. Literally and figuratively, I mean, because and the he, designer too. Yeah, they're all, they're the all designers. Man. Fedoras, um, and <laughs> so yeah, jokes. man. Uh, shout out to my my bro Norm. This is his first time being James on the podcast. 
You know what I'm saying? My man Norm over here in the cut. You know what I'm saying? I swore I seen a dude look just like you yesterday. <laughs> but I almost was like, hey, yo, no. I, was, I didn't do it. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, man, welcome to the goddamn podcast, man. We here, baby. We here. We here. Yeah. Norm. We are here. We are here. <laughs> uh, So, put these headphones down. We are a couple weeks, no, yeah, maybe two weeks, a week and a half, something like that, away from jumping into um, 2021. Yes, sir. If everybody could go around and just give me a bit of insight, 2020 has taught you what? Never take life for granted. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things. Um, So many different things has happened. We've lost so many people. It's so close to us um, in the professional world. Um, just never started take, off with Kobe. It did it yeah, before Corona even had a name. It started off with Kobe. Yes, sir. And yeah, yeah. Not to cut you off, but I just I you, no, no, it, no. You're the, right. The, you're oh, right. Was, was you're that right. January? Or was it February? That was February. that was like that February. Was February. Beginning of the year, bro. That Early was top February. of the Early year, February. bro. I was at a photo shoot. I, I remember. Was, I was on. I was on a plane coming back from Mexico from. My sister's wedding and um, got the news actually on the plane. Crazy. When, when I first heard it, I was, my wife, oh, I can't remember. Somebody, no, it showed up on Facebook first. And I was like, you know, they do that stuff all the time where, you know, people die. I'm like, no way. Like the hoax. The, the way that I know that something's real is, is if it's trending on Twitter. So immediately after I saw it twice, I was like, let me go to Twitter real quick. And sure mm-hmm. enough, it was it was trending. So back to what you were saying, we've, we, we've had a lot of losses. I just want to highlight the fact that we got hit with a blow at the top of the year before mm-hmm. COVID gate. was even a thing. Yep. Yep. So. so not to take life for granted. That's right. It's the biggest thing I've learned in 2020. Okay. I think time uh, was was valued a lot in 2020 with your, your close ones. Mm-hmm. Your, your yes. close ones. Big time. Um, I don't think people really spent time with their family members inside their household until the situation for that amount of time. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I for that agree. amount of time, day in, day out. I think uh, a lot of people learned yeah. um, a lot from their household, you know, amongst each other, um, the marriages. Children learning their parents, parents learning their children. Yep. Um, I think a lot of that happened in the 2020. So I think we got actually closer. I, I, you know, piggyback off of what he said. We definitely lost a lot. We let we we lost a, a, a whole lot. Yeah. In 2020. Um, but I think we learned a lot as well. Yeah, I agree. With loss, though, I think comes a lot of growth. So with the losses that a lot of us took. I think a lot of us had a chance to grow, you know, even more individually uh, with our families, you know, with um, the different things that happen. I know me personally, um, I got to spend a lot more time with my sons, with my wife, you know, just a lot more family time. Yeah, that was Daniel Clutch for you because you just got married. I did. And, and so, so you actually had the honeymoon. Yeah, because back back in the day, it, it was common for people to take months upon months, almost like year, a year or something like that, off after they got married. Big time. So when I initially got married, I didn't get a honeymoon. I had Labor Day weekend, and I was right back to work. My wife was back to work. We did the fall. We did the winter. And then COVID happened. So then it was like, whoop, stop. Yeah. 
wife was at home, I was at home, kids was at home. So we got to spend a good two, three months just together in the house. We had our ups, we had our downs. Oh yeah. We had our below downs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But our uh, lows. You know, yeah. But I mean it was it was good. It was really needed, especially in that time for me personally. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. For sure. I, I think I mean I'm gonna get to what I, I, I took from twenty twenty two, but I think touching on what Phil said and what you just said. It also brought to my realization that social media can only distract you so much mm-hmm. until you get to the point like, so, um, it 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 showed me that that business as usual is not always good business mm-hmm. because when you go about business as usual, you get into a routine. Routines allow you to. Um, not uh, pick up the uniqueness of life, the the nuances of life. Uh, you know, prior to COVID, we were on a loop. And anybody knows anything about music and, and hip hop? Mm-hmm. Samples they just loop it. It's over and over and over and over and over. And we were on a loop. Definitely. What happened was that loop stopped, and the rest of the song kept playing. And you realize, <laughs> like, oh, there's some ups, there's Definitely. some, like you said, some downs, there's some intricacies that you don't necessarily notice Definitely. when the loop is playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We were legit caught in the loop. And so I think for me, uh, I, 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 I concur with everything you guys have said, from the losses to learning each other to spending time. Um, and, and, I'm just mad that I didn't invite uh, invent TikTok. That's what I'm mad about. Wow. Cuz yeah. TikTok popped off during yeah, should've, COVID. Should've Big time. It did. Big it, time. It popped off. And I said, you know, it you So know just go with think, me here. I didn't even think about putting stock into like social media platforms. Oh yeah. On like how it was going to be. Clubhouse right now is, is supposed to be the new thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's taking off. But but go with me here. I could be wrong. House party I don't too. know if I'm like you know, being conspiracy theory, dang. Unfortunately, you know, the the person they had in the White House was using this in a racist way. But the thing, what they were talking about the fact that this thing came from China, this this COVID thing. And then I've also I hear tell that that TikTok is also originated over there. And so, hey, I don't know. I'm not saying that this. Is I'm just all I'm saying is this. That's a wow. Huh. Hey, and here's the other thing. Let me get further into the conspiracy theory. Okay, we don't because people are worried. Like y'all, all three of y'all, worried about this this vaccination, <laughs> right? Yeah, we just get to be talking about this. Y'all worried about this vaccination? I'm here to say because one of my buddies, uh, Rome, he's worried about it because he thinks that you know uh, the only way you can get chipped is if they inject you. I'm here to say that they don't need to chip you no more. They have you on social media. Correct. They, they do. do. There's no need to chip you I know what you're thinking I know when you're thinking it I'm listening to you Today, you know I was watching TV And all of a sudden Everything was interrupted By the president-elect Getting his vaccine That's what just happened today I don't know if you guys caught it. I, but I missed yeah, it. Yeah, it happened today And then it it interrupted all It interrupted all programming programming, And uh, the president-elect Biden he went and you showed him getting his shot. He, he talked that it was an African-American um, nurse that gave it to him. 
as well. So I I I see all the whole picture. Oh yeah, uh, how, how we oh they gonna tune this it. thing up. So you know, <laughs> and he you know he talked. He he made you know good conversation and you know commended the workers and the facility and about you know how much work they've been doing and. He said, you know, I, I wish you guys could see everything that's going on behind the scenes, but you can't. His wife got vaccine, uh, vaccinated earlier that day. They said um, um, Senator Harris, um, vice president-elect, is going to get um, vac- vaccinated next week. But it's a two-shot process. You get one. Oh, wow. uh, you get one one day, and then I, I believe some time transpires, and then you go get another one. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're putting it out there. Because, you know, I look at it at so many different angles. It's like, wow, they really interrupted all programs just to show us that the president-elect is getting it. Not Trump first, but the president-elect is is getting it done. Yeah. And then the first thing that he said, that's what it wanted to pick you. Biden commended um, Trump's uh, administration for getting the process done expediently and um, getting all that expeditiously and getting it done <laughs> You know, right away, and they really. So I, I'm looking at it for so different, so many different angles right now. So, so what, are you, like, so I mean, what are you feeling? How do so you how feel? Do you, so how do you feel? It's like it's like I I just watched the the president elect get it done, and so we all said, everybody initially says like, I'm not going to get any vaccine that President Trump is going to get on the air and say, hey, I'm taking it. Now everybody now. What everybody advocated for to get this man in office, Joe Biden, they let you know, hey, I'm the first guy to stand in line to get this done. So, is it the real vaccine? How do we know what's going on in his arm? They interrupted national programming. And that's fine. To get oh, yeah, done. they got all types of trick shots. I, I'm, I'm just saying. How, I, how do I'm we know? Saying, but, but that's what 2020 has taught me. Okay. To look all into it like how you're saying it. And so that's why I'm looking at it. It's like, am I supposed to believe all this? Believe half of what you see. Is this a is this a is it a movie script? Mm. Is it is it happening in real time? Is it something that has already happened and that we're just now getting the you know, after the fact that they found out he's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I'm thinking about so many different things. Oh, did they things. pre-recorded is what you're <laughs> You know asking. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm right. thinking so many things while looking at this stuff. It's like, wow, they really interrupted everything that was going on on TV to show us that. Yeah. I, you, well, you guys know how I feel. I, I, I don't want to be the first person to take it, for sure. That's not. I'm not signing up for that. But I am also saying that, man, listen, bro, we eat McDonald's. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just keeping it 100. And all the produce, every, actually all the produce that we consume, whether it be from McDonald's or from the grocery store, do y'all know? Have y'all seen what they do to these chickens, bro? Chickens are not supposed to be that big. I agree. They are not supposed to be that I big, agree. bro. Especially in some restaurants. Fat, huge, incredible hawk chickens. Uh, you get you, you go to the Walmart wherever you get those chicken breasts. Them things are. That's why I say, like, listen, this is pumped with a lot of different stuff. I get that. But we eat that, and we don't question it. We don't have this enlightened, you know, oh, I ain't going to mess with that because, you know, I don't know where it come from. We don't have that same energy towards that. But I guess we don't, we don't also have news reports of people dying from chicken every day, talking about, hey, the number is getting up to a million 
people dying people, from fried chicken. Right. Hold right on. Now. Hold on. Hold right on. Really? On fried chicken? Norm. I'm listening. Come on, man. You are a healthy individual. You know that your diet is is a is a huge part of your existence. So no, Correct. it may not be an immediate thing. You know what I'm saying? But we also know that this stuff is not good for us, but we still consume it. We still consume it. What In does moderation. chicken and vaccine have to do with one another? I'm saying you have an issue with the vaccine because you don't know what they did to get the vaccine. You don't know where it comes from, right? You can say that about a lot of things. That's what I'm saying. So why are we now pointing out this vaccine? Because the truth of the matter is you don't know where that chicken come from. That's true. <laughs> By the grace of God, I'm still right, here. Y'all. So okay, so that's the same. That's the same approach that I'm gonna take. Vaccine, but the one thing about the vaccine is that they're injecting that into your bloodstream. That's something that's going into you. Yes. That's really not going to cut. That's staying in you. And not only that is the reason why we're getting the vaccine is because this virus has stopped the world. Facts. So yeah, we, it's something to. The, the food chicken didn't stop has the world. Not. Yeah, the chicken has not stopped the world. The, the chicken sandwich came out I'm with you. at Popeyes, and, and they, they still and, stopped, and they still slinging them stopped, things. Yeah, they, in the midst of COVID, had one yesterday. Stopped, yeah, I'm about to say it wow. stopped a little bit. Fire. It stopped a little bit in your area, but it didn't stop the world. The COVID nineteen stopped the world. So, but, but the issue is not COVID. The issue is the vaccine. You guys are hesitant to take the vaccine, but it's, but you're okay with eating food that you don't know where it comes from. Did you watch the Farrakhan thing that came on? No, I didn't watch the Farrakhan thing. Okay, so um, before the election, um, they had a, like a, a programming. Um, I can't think of the the broadcasting because I watched it. My wife and I, we sat there and we watched it. Um, but um, Farrakhan had a whole thing or thing, and it definitely the vaccine definitely came up in conversation. Um, and I watched CNN news. I watched. Uh, NBC News. I watch all the news stations. My mother watch news. You watch so, Fox. You watch Fox. I watch Fox News. Yeah. I watch. I watch all fake the news. news. I, I watch all the news. This is you know the get fake different news. Get different perspectives. <laughs> get different perspectives, and then I can you know put them all together, and I can decide what's truth and what's not, or what's fiction and what's not. So Farrakhan. after I, yeah after all that, Farrakhan's um you know he he definitely wasn't for the vax. The vaccine right off the top. Yeah. You know, basically his whole thing was, you know, if this administration is putting this out saying take this, be very hesitant on it. Yeah. So you should be hesitant um, about everything. Yeah, your it, body. Definitely. So what happened was not that. You know, after he made that, you know, that statement, it wasn't this administration possibly, you know, pushed it. Pushed it, but the new administration that's coming in endorsed it. Is definitely endorsing it and stopped national programming yeah. to show us that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that like so now what? You know it, what? It, to me, it's like a chess move. But you know what though? I'm gonna tell you what throw me off about this vaccine, and this is another thing I didn't I didn't even get the chance to explain to you earlier. I took my daughter to the doctor about two months ago, okay. and so. Um, she didn't get a chance to see a regular doctor because she was out, um, had an emergency. So we saw a doctor who was filling in for her. And so, you know, we go through the whole process of the doctor's visit and all that good stuff. So at the end, the doctor asked, well, are you, aren't you going to get her, you know, her flu shot? I said, no. She said, why not? 
I explained to her why I didn't want to, you know, get her a flu shot. So she was like pushy and pushy to where like I was calling my wife to almost like her and I got into an argument. And it's like, I told you no on several occasions. Why are you trying to push me to get this, you know, flu shot for my daughter? Mm-hmm. So she actually upset me. So I'm like, you know what? We're not even going to discuss it anymore. But here's my thing. What is your motive and why are you pushing so hard? After I've told you like three times we're not getting this shot, why are you steady pushing? That's what scares me. It's like because I I believe she had an agenda that I don't know about. (laughs) That's still stuck in my head. What if, if though, what if the same conviction you have about this vaccine – she has about the flu shot, meaning that as much as you don't trust the new vaccine, what if she completely trusts the flu shot? And it was literally coming from a perspective of, like, why wouldn't you want to, like, protect yourself and other kids? Why wouldn't you want to protect your daughter? What if that was her thinking? I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying, what if that's how deeply she felt about the, the flu shot? And there's nothing wrong with that. But after I tell you I agree. I agree. three times, I agree. don't ask me no more. How many times have you, just, just to, to switch it though, how many times have you told a young person the same thing over and over again? That you truly believed and you gave them that, that, that piece of advice that, that could have changed their life and they didn't listen? To me, it started to sound like she had an agenda that she was pushing. But you got an agenda when you talk to young people, right? Yes. And it's, to, and it's, to what? To help them, right? So I'm just yes. saying, she could have I been coming that. from that perspective. But we're adults. Saying. We're adults. Yeah, I'm with you. After you I mean, say no a couple times, she's, she's probably, educated. I'm she educated. She should probably get that. Yeah. So Stop asking what, me. So if, like he said, they're pushing the agenda <laughs> for the flu shot. So do I go get the flu shot or do I? You, go you get, probably already got what, it. What, don't no, you? I. I that's you know that's my business. I don't put that out. There, oh, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. But but do you go get the flu shot and get vaccinated? Hold on, but wait, Phil. I'm not. I'm not asking you to put your business out there. I'm just saying. But do you? No. But what I'm saying is, at some point, you've had to have had the flu shot. Yeah, once in my life. I'm just okay. Saying, okay. I'm all right. Recently. Okay. Yeah. So now I now, can't remember the last so time now, I had in 2020, one. 2020. In 2020, if you're in a position, what do you? And you haven't gotten the flu shot. What do you do? What? Do you get them both? Do you go, do you go get them both? What do does that do the- to you if you get them both? And then why doesn't the COVID-19 vaccine shot cover the flu as flu. well since right. it's a double strand of the flu? Do we know that, that it doesn't? We know that it doesn't? No, because they're still pushing both of them. Yeah, they're pushing. Oh, okay. There's a lot of unknowns. So why am I going to get myself? Because you makes know it once really you get confusing. the vaccine, you, you get the disease, you yeah. know, for you to fight it out. So yeah, like, for I facts. I don't know how I feel about getting the flu in and COVID nineteen. I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know either. All I know is this: I'm not gonna be the first person in line. I'll wait <laughs> and I'll see. Hey man, you got it? Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna let you about three, four weeks. You you straight? What? How you <laughs> last month been? I think it may have to become a requirement in order for me to do your what, job. What? Yeah, do my job. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In order for me to Which do is that. why I said that For years We've been sending kids to school With this flu shot yep. The only way you can get in school 
is if you, you have the flu have shot, the, you gotta have your you records. Have your shots updated. You so well, when they tell you the that flu shot, the yeah. flu shot is not a recommendation. Flu shot it was. Required. I don't Some know if it is other, now, but it was. Polio. Some of those other vaccinations are recommended. The we, flu shot is not, not updated, necessarily recommended. It's not required. Yeah, but not for the flu shot to go to school. I don't know about the. Okay, so have we reached? So, anyways, I don't want to spend too much time with it because we are not medical professionals whatsoever. We, we, <laughs> we do have a health teacher in here. No, I'm nowhere we're near. We're not a me- medical Dr. professionals. Field. I just, near Dr. Field. I just like to, and I'm, a, I'm with you guys. I'm not about to step in line and be the first person to do it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I mean, if they had, some, if they had something they wanted to do, they probably already done did it. I don't know if they needed a pandemic to make. If you're doing it now, I just want to see what you're looking like in May in 2021. <laughs> so you're going to wait? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait it out. It. For sure. He wants hey, to so, see what you're look like. So, so Bell, you said that uh, COVID being locked in the crib had an impact on on your marriage. I, I had lunch with Norm the other day. Mm-hmm. And... Um, after we had left lunch, uh, Norm, his, well, your wife works from home, right? Yes. And, he, and Norm works from home. For sure. And he's talking about a conversation he's about to go have with his wife. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was dope. How has COVID impacted your marriage, Norm? Same thing with Bell. Um, as as Bell was saying, you know, you get used to running and, you know, I'm going as you, the jokes oh, that yeah. you made earlier, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, wearing a lot of hats. You know, I was always out the house. You know, I think COVID slowed me down a lot. Um, it allowed me to spend more time at home with my wife, with my daughter, um, who was who was wanting that time. Yeah, and um, so I was she actually wasn't one. She was two, wasn't she? She no, was no, no. wanting that time. Oh, wanting, wanting. That time. I thought yeah, she said she was wanting. Time. I'm about to say, bro, you and don't know so, the age uh, of your baby. I'm not. I'm actually not happy. Happy that COVID happened, but I'm happy of the results. Of the results, and it slowed me down. So, I mean, was, how how have you and Ashley? How has it benefited you? I know you said it slowed you down, and you were spending more time at home. What were you doing with that time? I've got to learn like little things, yeah. just little things like little. Things that you you look and you see like hmm you know it's just just the little things that yeah. you learn just spending more time and you safe. know I've been coaching working that was safe hey that was safe why so you think there's that more to it. <laughs> no, no, no! I just think that's 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 because I'm coming to you next. Yeah, I know, but that was the same as that. So don't gonna, try to take go what he route. just said. I was going to go that route. Okay, yeah. Don't. <laughs> that's why I said it nah, out loud. Well, that you got you got to figure out another uh, another trajectory. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come right. Yeah. Okay. Out. All right. Okay. So you say you've learned some 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 details and some little things that you probably weren't hip to prior to. Well, not to say I wasn't hip to. It's just you know, as time passes. And you've been moving for so long. Um, it's just different things I just noticed, you know, with my wife and with my daughter, you know. Yeah. So I'm it grateful. It forces you to become more observant. It, it does. Yeah. It does. Because, yeah. I mean, you're around one another 24-7. Yeah, you get annoyed mm-hmm. quick. Yes. You, you, know know what's cl- cl- you know what's crazy about <laughs> when that when we first went into quarantine and, you know, they shut the schools down and blah, blah, blah. I forget where I read it at. But the number of domestic cases... Oh no! It's skyrocketed. Yes. It's skyrocketed, yes. bro. And that so uh, that's we're, crazy. We're, we're all, we all work with young people, right? 
I guess there's another thing that 2020 taught me, and I didn't want to be so sad or whatever. But because you definitely. But but no, I, 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 I no, but <laughs> hey, I think man. people who are not in the school systems who do not work with young people underestimate, devalue mm-hmm. how significant it is for kids to be able to go to school for multiple reasons. One, a lot of kids are not getting fed the way they should be getting fed. Correct. So you can go Very to school, true. get two hots yep. real quick. Other thing is, you know, um, if you have, sometimes you can have Safety. good parents who are, who are providing, and who, but who are working a lot. So you don't have that supervision. Definitely. Correct. And so now that you don't have that supervision, what does that lead you? It leads you, uh, into a, a position where you could be possibly exposed to things that you shouldn't be exposed to. So then school provides supervision that mm-hmm. you wouldn't have. But then lastly, you're right. Like people are, are they already got to go home to jacked up situations, domestic issues yes. at the crib. You telling me I can't even go to school now. At least those eight, to 10 hours that I was at school, I knew I was good. Right. I was good those hours. Now I got to wake up to this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and so yeah, when people were man. like, when people were like, oh, you know, they should close that. They should keep the schools closed, whatever. As an educator, I'm like, nah, we probably need to open these things because, and I understand the, the risk and you don't want to send your kid, you know what I'm saying, in a horrible environment or something that's unsafe. But the truth of the matter, for a lot of these kids, home is unsafe. A lot of these kids, especially in the public school system, school is their safe haven. Facts. Mm-hmm. That's their way away from the chaos, the madness, the mayhem that's going on. Yes. You know, where they live at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They look forward to waking up. They might not like the schoolwork. They might not like right. the teacher, you know, art class, music class, X, Y, Z. But go getting on that bus, being with people that, you know, they're getting to know you know, they're building relationships with, like you said, they're getting a hot meal. Um, I know in Anderson Community Schools, they get free breakfast. Yes. Free lunch. So when they get off that bus, they sit with their friends. That's their safe haven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have that six and a half to seven hours of safety and comfort. You know, whatever's going on at home, I don't have to worry about that because I'm here with Miss So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so. I got art class. I got gym class today. They look forward to that stuff. Yeah. The biggest problem is when they get on that bus to go home and then, you know, me personally as an elementary teacher, you know, that Friday when it's like, hey, take everything you have home. You're not coming back next week. And so the kids are looking at me like, well, what are you talking about, Mr. Bellamy? What are, why aren't we coming back next right, week? Right. I got an email. They've called, you know, we're quarantined. Yeah. So further notice. Yeah. So it's like, you know, as much as I love you guys and I love having you here, I know this is your safe haven. There's nothing, it's out of my hands, you know? So, so to, for people who, who don't work with, with young people, they may not fully understand this, but because I know all of us do, uh, and I, this is not where I was planning on taking the show, but we're here. Episode, but we're here. <laughs> I'm going to say one of, it's probably not the most, but it's one of the wildest things I've ever experienced with a young person. I'm not going to say their names. Please don't say nobody's names. But I'm going to tell you this story. Um, it's going to be you know quick, not, not going to be long at all. And I want everybody else to follow up with one of the wildest things you guys have experienced with a young person. So young lady, 
uh, I used to work at the uh, at, a, at a juvenile detention center, but uh, I didn't work with kids who were necessarily locked up. I worked with kids who were expelled from school, but who were also on uh, probation. So if you are expelled from school and you're on probation, you came to this program, and this program helps you to continue to get your credits in high school because we were accredited through the local high school. So you could come, get on a computer, and get your math, your English, your science, and your history, whatever, language, uh, social studies credits. You know what I mean? So that way when you were able to go back to school, you weren't as far behind as you would have been had you not had any school at all. So, you know... Little Thomas gets expelled freshman year. He come and he's on probation. He comes to my program. We let him take his freshman classes for that first semester. And that way, when he is able to come back the second semester, he has credits and he's not as far behind as he would have been had he not went to school. Period. So that's kind of what my job was. Um, we picked up kids from their homes, brought them to the center, get the education piece, and we did other like you know what I mean. Resources and things of that nature. Particular girl we picked up one morning. She, we had been having issues with her for a while. Wildest th- one of the, one of the wildest things I've ever experienced. I mean, we picked this girl up, and one of the things you had to do when you came into the building was, which was really stupid to me, but whatever. We wand the kids down before they entered the building. But my thing is, it's like they just got in the van. Like they could have shanked me in the van. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so we pick them up from their house, get them to the center. And nobody can enter into the center until I go and get the wand and I wand everybody down. And this girl, I'm winding her down uh, to make sure she doesn't have anything on her. And she can't stand up. And she was passed out on the way in. like, But it was morning time. It's like, you know, 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning. I'm pretty sure she was up, whatever. Long story short, bro, She, this girl, we find out that this girl was just doing meth with her mom before I picked her wow. up. Wow. Oh, first thing in the morning? Come on, bro. Wow. Was doing meth with her meth with her mom. Ouch. Right before we picked her up. So now I'm looking, I'm like, That's wild. I can't be mad at you. Like, and this was a girl that I I was I was not a fan of. She always had a crazy attitude, nasty attitude. That changed my whole perspective. You 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 and your mom doing meth together, my G? First thing in the morning. How can I be angry with you? You can't. How can I have an issue with you if this is the environment you come from? Yeah, that's crazy. It's rough. That's crazy hearing that story and knowing that I was just holding my baby an hour ago, you know, my newborn. So a few things. I mean, a couple things for the marriage thing. You know, during quarantine, my wife was pregnant, so... I just got back from Mexico when the quarantine started. That's when she got pregnant. Mexico and all that good stuff. That's a long story. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just know that I got to witness, you know, a child developing during quarantine. That's dope. Yeah. I thought that was real dope. You know, and that's on the positive side. I'll get to the to the wild story in a moment. But that, that was, to me, was dope. And that was, um, we felt very... Positive about this, um, about this process with this childbirth because it's the first time we actually been stable, you know. And then also, you know, you get to take the vitamins. I get to make sure she's not going anywhere to 
fall down or yeah. get into stuff. Make sure she's, you know, monitoring the, the healthy uh, dieting and eating right and all that stuff. So I think that was dope. You know, that was my, you know, what my marriage. And that's mm-hmm. what I learned. I, I learned a whole lot yeah. from that process. But to piggyback off a wild story, um, I won't go that deep with the meth. No, no, you don't. You don't. Uh, that, that was, that we're, was, not, we're not that trying was, to like compete with the deep stories. Nah, that, was but, like, that was like jumping. And, off and, the deep and end honestly, right there. to be honest with you, I don't know if that was the deepest one. Nah, I just I, feel like I mean, that was one of cool. ones that I mean, I'm just saying. But that, that I didn't think we were going there. But like we, you said, yeah, like, we were talking about we were families and like what kids go home to. Like, but I, I, I'll put it like this: I am a basketball coach, um, so that's where a lot of people identify me with is with basketball, and I do take. Um, kids to basketball camps um, throughout the summers, and that that's been my past. So I'll give you an example from one of the kids that I had on my basketball team on yeah. my, um, while I was at an IPS school. Um, I won't say the school. Um, people that know me will know the school, but I had a student. They wouldn't necessarily know the school because you've been at multiple. Mm-hmm. That's true. Go ahead. All right. But, but anywho, <laughs> um, this particular um, student athlete, um, he went to a couple of five-star camps with me, and he actually went a three-week straight trip because that's what I used to do. I used to, like, literally go to Ohio, stay in Ohio for a week, then go to Pennsylvania and stay there for a week, then go to New York, stay there for a week. This kid did those three trips with me, you know, back to back to back to back. Um, you left me on a few of those, Phil. Yeah. We're not I gonna, sure didn't get an invite. We're not even going to get on that. Camera, video. We're not even going to get on to that. Bill, did you get an invite? No, I was here in the States. I was about to say. Okay. I wasn't in Scotland. We're not even going to get into that. Oh, he, oh, he went overseas. Yeah, I do, I do Scotland, too. Across the pond. But we ain't going to get on that. Can we go into the story? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, so back to the kids. This kid right here, he did the three-week trip. So the first week... You know, I picked him up from his home or whatnot. He comes with, um, you know, those little drawstring dry, um, bags yeah. that you get. So that was his um, that was his whole attire. Yeah, you know? one? Yeah, one jawstring. Um, the ones you put on your back? Yeah, it, that was his attire. And, Did he know he was going for three weeks? He was wearing his sandals. He was wearing sandals, and he, he had his hoop shoes with him, and he had a drawstring, and that was his, that was it. That was the wardrobe for a three week uh, venture. That's twenty one days. So yeah, that's that's that that's was, a month. That was a very long. Yeah, that was Woo, a cool. That's February. Month. So <laughs> the kid, I mean, no that's February. So you know, that's true. of course, what I was doing, what I was doing, it wasn't. I, I the the camp didn't pay for my gas or whatnot, or let alone the vehicles that I would have to get in order to transport children. Um, you know. Wherever I was going, so that was coming out of my pocket. Yeah, but the, you know, the fact that the kid had nothing, and he came with the jawstring, and I was with him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was with me for three weeks. Um, what I learned from that was how much this kid did not have, and how much when he would go to these different camps with me, he would see how these kids would get out the cars with. Bundles and bundles yeah. of of clothes yeah. and and shoes and yeah. book bags and and stereo system with TVs and Xboxes and and all this stuff. Yeah. And you know the kid would you know so the coaches you know around the camp they would they found out about the situation and then they start you know from different schools and all that stuff and they gave him you know shoes and, and all that stuff and it wasn't like boosting type of deal it was just the fact that the kid didn't have shoes yeah or didn't right. have you know drawers or have. 
but that that blew my mind. Yeah. That that blows my mind to this day. It's like, man, we really setting kids out here like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. expecting us, the adults, you know, the guys that, you know, we want to do right with the youth because the youth are our future. And that's how I explain it to my students. Like, yo, you guys are going to be the, the people that's over my children, you know, someday. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to do as the best, as best I can, I can yeah. to demote you guys the right way. That's crazy right. to me. I, I, that's crazy. I agree with youth of the future, and they are definitely investments. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a situation where a previous student of mine has picked up a bill at a restaurant yeah, or, that's, that's you dope. know what I'm saying, just showing love. Yeah, some extent, you know, I'm in line for some sneakers. It didn't work out. I got you, Mr. G. <coughs> Me and my buddy, we got a little thing going on. I can, I can you know, hook you up with that, whatever. Um, you know, and it's not a lot of them, it's, mm-hmm. you know, but a couple times, you know what I'm saying? Or when they hit you up randomly and be like, hey, man, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Those things they don't sense. happen all the time, but those right. are the rewards that make it, make it worth all it. All worth it. Does. So, sure. Wild story, Josh. So I teach at the elementary level. Yep. And just in the last, uh, I say year and a half, two years, I've just, I've had my mind blown and my eyes open. Just uh, the kind of trauma and the difficult situations that kids go through at seven, eight, nine, yeah. 10, 11 years old. Um, I've heard stories of kids staying up all night. You know, I'm a father. I don't let my kids stay up all night unless it's on the weekends. Yeah. Other kids, they stay up all night. I've heard um, different stories of kids sleeping in the closets, not having beds to sleep in, being up all night, and then getting on the bus at, you know, 6, 7 in the morning. And then as a teacher, we expect these kids to come in and perform and sit and perform at a high level, pay attention mm-hmm. to our lectures, do their homework, um, you know, 9 in the morning, to 3.30 in the afternoon, you know, and I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's borderline impossible for what some of these uh, some of these young adolescents go through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On average, it's impossible. On only, average. A, only a few people make, and we end up hearing about their stories somewhere because they'd have become something crazy, but they had another level of, of yeah. you know what I'm saying? Options. And I think that makes it really frustrating as a teacher. And as someone who cares for these kids, it's like, man, you're eight, nine. Why are you up till four or five in the morning? Why yeah. are you falling asleep at five thirty when the bus is going to be at the bus stop at six thirty? Yeah. So you're getting a forty-five minute nap, and you're probably not getting breakfast. You're going to get there at the school at eight thirty, and you're going to get, you know, French toast sticks, and then you're going to sit in the gym, and then you're going to go to school, and you're going to listen to lectures, and you're going to go to music, and you're going to have lunch. So you get your two meals, but as a teacher, I expect you to perform at a high level and listen to and pay attention to everything that I'm trying to teach you. Yeah. And then you're going to have an assessment later. So I don't have like a, a, a specific story. But just overall. But just overall, it's kind of, it's wild. And it's kind of heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah. You know, before I jumped out of Big my time. previous job as a car salesman and jumped into education, you know, it kind of blew my mind, like some of the stuff that a lot of these youngsters go through. <laughs> And it's not even at the elementary level because I taught or I coached high school basketball. Yep. Mm-hmm. See that and too? So, yeah. And so I got, you know, my high school p- basketball players whose school starts at 730. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's mind-blowing that, you know, 
School starts at 7.30. You're up at 5 because the bus is getting there at 5.30. Yeah. You got to pick up the other kids. You're getting breakfast at 7. You got school all day. Then you got basketball practice from 3 to 5, 5.30. 7 So we're asking 14, 15 year old kids to have their brain functioning at a very high level yeah. from 7 30 a.m. till 6, 7 30 p.m. So you, 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 you talk about the high school level, man. I mean, that's where I teach at. And right. so I remember how intense high school was for me, like just trying to like. And I, you know, I was I was fine, but I hear stories all the time about kids like they're not coming to school because nobody did laundry that week. Right. I ain't had no money to get the laundry done. Yeah. Makes perfect sense, bro. It's like, a lot different. It makes perfect sense. Like, and I and I teach at the school where we wear a uniform. Right. It don't matter uniform or not. If you didn't wash that thing, you didn't wash that thing. So you've you know got a lot of situations now where these high school kids are forced into adult situations. Yes. And it happened when we were, you know, high schoolers in 2006. We were probably just ignorant to it. We were we right. were all kind of blessed, for and sure. And now it's more common where you've got these 16, 17-year-olds who are the man of their house or the woman of the house yeah. because mom's working in the evenings. They got to take their they have to take care of younger brother and sister, yep. doing laundry, cooking dinner, doing their own homework, making sure little sis gets their homework done, making sure they go to bed so they can get up. It's just a lot, man. It's a crazy how times have changed over, you know, the past uh, past okay. decade. For sure. Yeah. Norm, I know you have a you're, – you're not necessarily like – you're in the schools, but you're not in the classroom necessarily. You do more – you, you have a deeper understanding of where they're coming from. Than, <laughs> than because I deal do. with behaviors, um, and, I, and I do have a story. It's kind of um, – and I don't want to be like super sad, sad, but I mean, go no, no, tell, no, no. Tell I mean, this story. was this was this was it actually had me in tears. Yeah. Um, one of my buddies who works at the school that you know I was in just so happened to be in that day. He grabs me and he tells me he said, "Hey, let's go and uh, I want you to meet this kid." So we go. He goes and grabs the kid. He has this little meeting with him, and the conversation got real, real deep. Um. And what they had in relation is both of them had lost a parent. Mm -hmm. And this kid. Both your buddy and the kid. My buddy and the kid had lost a parent. They had this in common. So the conversation got, it it got deep. And you, you start to see where it's like people who really, really care about kids. Mm -hmm. And like I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm listening to this conversation because I can't relate to, by the grace of God, what like they got someone going losing on. the parent, yeah. what they have going on. Um, so like I'm I'm moved. I'm moved. And so this kid, he got up to hug this kid, and this kid immediately starts to bawl. I mean, he's crying, and then, you know, my my my, my the, the the teacher starts crying and uh they were they were just crying for separate reasons almost. So he stepped back. He was like, tell me how you feel. And he asked his kid that. He said, well, I had not been hugged by a man in over about a year and a half. When Bro, that had, is deep. Yes. He said a man had, I hadn't been hugged. And I'm like, dude, I give my daughter hugs every day. You right. know, and it's like, we look at this. You never know 
what's going through it. So that like brought me to tears. I actually just shared something on Facebook the other day about, you know, men hugging their children and kids knowing that their fathers love them and men love them. Yeah. We're taught to be tough. Yeah, sure. You know, not to show any emotion. I mean, when that so, happened. So the, the, the gender, the kid was a male? The kid was a male as well. Okay, okay. Yes, right, yeah. and this kid said. Because I, I just want to it's different. <laughs> no, no, no. It, no, 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 no it, I got it, you. It's different. You know, you, you loving on your daughter. I got two girls, right. too. Uh, Phil has a girl, so it's different. You well, know I'm just saying it's like natural. No like, I look at it, no and, girls. Get, yeah. and I give my daughter a hug every day, and it's like, it's not a problem. And yeah. She's going to know. Yeah. What that is And what like Daddy loves you You know what I mean Like He loves you And this kid You know He hadn't had a hug From a man You know But that was specific though He specifically The kid specifically said I haven't had a hug Uh, From a man Because he's probably had hugs From plenty of women His mom And you know His little girlfriends Probably Grandma My first When I had Brooklyn I was told By uh, One of those When I was at Arlington that's right mm-hmm. before she was born. And you remember that you, you were with me at Arlington. Um, dude told me, I, and I don't know what we got down to was. three players. Y'all know had a girl on that roster that was... Hey, I uh, could be on my man that roster. That. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but that, I feel like there was a girl on that roster that was uh, Queen Latifah from Set It Off. Listen. Man, listen. Straight up thug out there. Off that. Okay. A guy the told field. me, a guy <laughs> told me, he was just like, Make sure you hug your daughter and your kids whenever you have as much as you can. While they're little, you know, while they're young, so they can feel that love from you. They need to feel that love from daddy. It was like, you know, they're going to be all mom, but you, you need to, you need to love all on your kids. So I love all my kids, my sons and all that stuff, like hugs, you know, give me your nose. All that, you know, yeah. it's like I, I want, I, I want that because, like you said, I've been in that situation too, where they don't know what it's like to feel love from, yeah, uh, from a male. Yep, you it's know what a I mean? society is a huge. We're taught, yeah, we're taught, that. we're taught that, man. Males, you don't show emotion, you don't cry, you're rough, you're tough, you're rugged, twenty four seven. Yep, yeah. and that's crazy because you know. Nobody when you do it the right like way, it's okay to show emotion. It it's is. okay to cry. It's okay to weep. It's okay to hug. It's okay to love on your daughters. Mm-hmm. I don't have any daughters. I have two sons. And, you know, it's okay for me to show them. And it's okay for them to see me cry, you know, over things that mean something dear to my heart. Right. Yeah. Right. And it for teaches sure. them that, you know, not to take it spiritual, but, you know, Jesus was the lion and the lamb. You know, a lot of these kids see the lion, the fierce, raw, yeah, 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 the yeah. toughness. But Jesus All was right a lion. Then, Bishop, I wasn't going okay, to go, man. Pastor. It's okay for them to see the lamb. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> 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 it's okay for them to see, you know, you shed a tear and to show emotion. You know, that lets you know that you're human. It's real. You right. Know what I'm saying? That's, you're real. Exactly yeah. like you just said. Yeah. Now, that, that's, that's, that, that, that's deep, man. And. Uh, for 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 men, especially for young boys, especially even right now with my son, my son is uh, five, mm-hmm. and um, you know he 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 be trying to push me away sometimes when I be want to love on him, right? Yeah, you know I mean, uh, you know, come on, dad, you know what I mean? Like he be doing it, but I'm not gonna stop. Um, 
and, and here here's the thing, bro. I seen the picture, and you guys might have seen it. It went viral, and I'm gonna try to pot, try to put it on the uh, on the screen for the people watching on YouTube. But there was a pic, man, of this. I man, he had to be every bit of thirteen or fourteen. He was sleeping, laying on his dad. And the pic went viral. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I saw that. No, I didn't it, see that. I haven't seen it. So it, it, it was a, a black black dad, fun. black son. Dude, he had man. to be, kid had to be 12, 13. Big boy. He, yeah, he was, was a big boy. He was a big boy. boy. You know what I'm saying? He was laying on his dad. And he was laying on, he was like, they were on the couch. And he was like, literally like his face like was on his dad's chest. Sleep. Like knocked out. And his dad was like up and watching the game or whatever. Like, you know, enjoying this time. And I'm, people were like. Obviously, you know what people would say to see a picture like that, right? And they would, you know, mm-hmm. they had a lot of negative things to say. All oh, this, you know, first thing we say is, "But it's gay or whatever, whatever." And I looked at, it, I was like, "Man, dude, you know how many people need that, yo? Like, you know how many men? How many people need would, that? Would, would kill to have to that have time? That. We're in a society that. now that's desperate for that. Yeah. It is. And speaking of which, I mean, I don't mean to change the subject, You're good, bro, but that leads into going into. The Dwayne Wade situation. Oh, and the son. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I, and I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if it I mean, leads into it. No, but. you were talking about the whole thing of the 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 son land on his dad and how people perceive it as being, you know, yes, what yes. it is. And here, Dwayne Wade is, you know, supporting his son, right? You know, and so he catches a lot of flack. Now, everybody's going to have their own opinion about that, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not gonna put nobody on the spot here, you know. But I'm no seriously. Stop. I'm just saying. Put him on the spot. I'm I'm just saying. Okay, so this 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 here's my thing. You know what the, I mean? With the, I'm a I feel like for the most part I'm a very liberal person. You know, meaning that I'm cool with you know what I'm saying whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. My only problem is, and y'all gotta correct me if I'm wrong because I didn't really do a lot of research on this. But Dwayne Wade's son is every bit of what twelve. I don't know. Yeah, like eleven or twelve. Like he's 11, he's young. Eleven, he's young. twelve, thirteen. We'll we, we'll even say fourteen. He ain't grown. We'll even say We're fourteen. Going. I'm gonna leave that. Here's I'm my thing. <laughs> I'm not telling my heterosexual son that he can make. Uh, I'm not touching none of this subject. <laughs> I know you're not, man. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you. And I, I just, already talked. I just about brought it. it up. I wasn't. I wasn't a little bit. I mean, I like but I'm listening to you. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying that I don't know if even someone at that age can make that kind of decision. As society, we have told kids or people. Listen, I, I'm just, that, I, I know, I know you wouldn't, but I wouldn't I'm just telling you the no, truth. The only reason why I'm, I'm gonna say I wouldn't touch that, and I'm gonna stop you right there, is because, you know, I've had students, I, I have, you know, and I have students um, that, you know, are there. So, you saying that comment that that a young man or a young woman wouldn't be able to know their sexuality at 10, 11, 12, you know, they'll they'll argue with you to death. So that's I would fine. don't even touch that. That's fine. That's fine. That's and that's be. not what I was trying to. I was bringing up the whole. I didn't get a chance thing, to finish the father either. and yeah. showing Just the, let and, it be. I got not, you. Let's move on. No, no, no I'm not oh. gonna move on because I want. I want. I want to say this, and I'm done. I'm just saying, as a society, we've decided that you can't even drive to your 16. Okay. But we're gonna allow you to determine what you identify. What as? your gender is mm-hmm. at whatever age. 
I think the biggest thing with that too is it's funny that there's a lot of decisions you can't make until you hit a certain age, mm-hmm. but we're gonna allow you to choose. That's not one of them. You, you can do that whenever you want to. That's not weird to y'all. It's a lot of things that are weird to. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you can't go have a drink until you're 21. You can't buy cigarettes until you're 18. You can't drive until you are 16. You can't vote until you are 18. But you can choose your gender whenever you want to. That is interesting. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's very, very peculiar that we will put all these other stipulate. You can't get a job until when. 14, 15, 14, 14, 15. 14. And if it's 14, you got to be a specific job. There's a certain hoops you got to jump gotta through. You got to have a work permit. Yep. And you got to have all, all that, that stuff. But you can choose your gender yeah. whenever you want to. That's, that is, that's, that's interesting. That's all I'm saying. See, you cutting me off yeah, like no. I was no, about I was to say something foul. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting. I get that. That's all I'm saying, and that's a conversation for maybe another podcast. Maybe. You can't go watch. You can't and in the in the in the in the old uh, a combo for in the old. You remember? You remember, you, remember you remember the video? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're 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 all old here. You guys remember the video store? There's a certain section, blockbuster, certain section of the video store you couldn't walk into until you were a certain <laughs> age. Is, yes I, or no? With the saloon doors, absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. You, <laughs> Definitely snuck back there. I've okay, never okay. seen that no, until I got to Anderson. I, yeah, I've blockbuster been, didn't have it. Was at Lee's or oh, you've been in Hollywood. Family video. You had to be what eighteen to twenty-one. I think you got to be. I think you got to be eighteen to look at. You had to slide. You had to be eighteen. You had to slide underneath those little revolving doors. Nobody field knows all. About that. When I was young, Miss Jardine, what was you doing while he was? Was you getting the pizza? <laughs> we went to Blockbuster. Okay, yeah, with the Blockbuster. Yeah, we went to Blockbuster. They blockbuster. Didn't there that was a KFC right next to So Jodine didn't have to go through that. So don't try to throw my mother in that. But no. <laughs> so hey, they I'm had just, Uber before Uber. They lived on top of the hill, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, we yeah, allow kids. We 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 put stipulations on a lot of things, but. That's not one of them. So that's very interesting to me. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. But back to the original piece, man. I think that it's important for 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 all young men, but especially young black men, because we don't really have we don't really have that image of you know showing both the like you said the lion and the lamb. Right. You know what I'm saying? We get uh we get dehumanized enough already, yes. and we get Treated or viewed as like animals enough already, mm-hmm. and so I think it's important. Which is why I don't know where you guys were or how you guys felt about it, but this is why. And we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but it still it means the truth. It's why the uh, the scene in uh, uh, the pursuit of happiness where he's in the bathroom mm-hmm. in the subway. Do you guys remember that scene? Yes. And he has his foot holding. The door to make sure nobody can come in. He's holding his son who was sleeping, mm-hmm. which is why that scene. I feel like that scene and the scene when Uncle Phil hugged him at the end of the mm-hmm. father scene in Fresh Prince. Like that's why those scenes resonate with us as African American men because it's those are not things that we see often. Those are the feelings that we're trained to suppress. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the lamb part. Yeah, holding your son. As you're crying, doing everything you can, you're not having much success, 
and you're holding the door closed so that no one can see the tears rolling down your face. And I don't want to you know make this be like a four or five hour podcast because we don't have that much time. But all that goes back to slavery, bro. Mm. That's deep. That's super deep. It all goes back to slavery. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yes. you ever read the really Willie Lynch letters. Yeah, I, we, we can. That's a whole nother. It is a whole nother podcast. Yeah, but let me let me briefly podcast. touch on it. It was in your best interest. <laughs> Not to show any emotion. Yeah. Because once they seen emotion, they would use that to their advantage. Exactly. So if I don't show emotion towards you, you know what I mean, touching my mom or disrespecting my mom or touching my girl or disrespecting my girl, my daughter, if I don't show that emotion, then you don't know that I'm triggered. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you will carry on and, you know what I mean, you not provoke me or whatever. But... That 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 all goes back to slavery, bro. That all does. legit goes back to to slavery, man. Mm-hmm. It's all connected, man. So, anyways, I didn't want to get like crazy deep. We've definitely hit the hour mark for sure. Yes. Nah, uh, you guess where to go, baby? I do. Yeah. My wife didn't text me. What she say? I'm sure my wife get your me. home. She said that. <laughs> uh, Tell her we talking wife. about important things, no. man. We talking about things that matter. Oh, my phone died. That's why we face. Oh, I'm in the clear. Let me, so let me, let me, we FaceTime hey, her when we get off. Hey, look, FaceTime her right now. Huh? My phone on the hey, listen, Here's Jackie you. is not having She's it. Like, where are you at? It's twelve forty-four. Hey, so I don't know how much time we got. But I don't know how much time we right got. Now, so our wives know that we was actually. Damn, your this. phone is dead, dead. <laughs> yeah, my phone is dead, dead. Yeah, so, no, I don't know how much time we got left. But hey, hey, take call on Jack. Why you keep on ignoring my? It's cool. Okay. Cut my guy off. Yeah, I'm just saying. So this could be the last podcast before you said. You call on her Facetime or Phil. Dang, he's cutting you off too. It's cool, man. Yeah, I we, see. Listen, like you said before we're married. It's cool, man. <laughs> I I get it. Get Hold on, steps. wait, my man, my man, my man's. Let's see, you? let's see what. So I should have Facetimed. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my phone at? Because I can't get it on the podcast. No, don't get on the. Podcast. You don't want to get. Oh, because you don't want oh, Nobody wants to hear what yeah, she, she has to say. Yeah, she might. She might be like. She's what? not about to answer because she knows you on some bullshit. <laughs> he wants yeah, some bush. Yeah. So one of two things, real quick. All right, Josh has to finish real this quick. up. So, um, the Goddamn Podcast, hosted by the Damon Golden. That's me, man. Your birthday's coming up soon. Man, thank uh, you, bro. Woo. I just want to because you said this could be the last one of 2020. Yes, this is definitely the last. One. This one is the last one. So, Facts. as you get ready to turn. I'm turning 32. Okay. And I didn't necessarily want to put that information out there, well, Josh. Well, here we are. Fine. I know. Yeah, we're here now. But it's I do, blessing. man, because it's we're here. Year, so Fact we're here because of you. Yeah. Happy birthday Happy in advance. Birthday. Thank you. Um, Happy birthday, baby. Talk about it, man. How does it feel? 32, you got the podcast going. What's your vision? What's your goal? And I'm going to ask my guys, Norm, Phil, uh, here in a minute. You Headed into 2021. Yeah, what's we'll the goals? What's the vision? Okay, so so we got that. We got. I think we got a little bit of time. Talk yeah, about yeah. It. No, but so for me, uh, I'm grateful to be 32. Sure. Just about to about to hit 10 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, um, big time. Yeah, about to hit 10 years of marriage in August. Really, really dope. Um, I'm super thankful, grateful for my wife. Um, so my goals in 2021 and the next decade, really, man, is to I want to provide more streams, and that's part of. Part of the reason why this podcast has been created, right? Um, you know, uh, it was one of the things where my brother would tell you, like, I'd be having a lot of ideas, but I don't really necessarily like be 
attacking them like I should. And so that's one of the things I want to change mm-hmm. going into 2021. And, you know, uh, in the near future, I want to have an idea and, um, you know, uh, not be scared to to chase it. So that's my goals. That's my focus. That is the thing that I want to uh, implement over the next decade. So that way, you know, because I feel like I have great ideas and uh, business plans and things of that nature. And so, so that way, when I do it, you know, so when I have those ideas, I'll, I'll go out and I'll do it. I'll accomplish it, and you know, what I mean, we can move on from there. So that's my, I got you. That's my goal for the next decade yes, and going into twenty twenty one. There you go. There you go, Coach Wash. You got any twenty twenty one, baby? What we what we doing? Oh well, I mean, continue doing the job that I'm doing now uh, at the establishment that I'm at um, in Indianapolis and um, coaching the, the high school and whatnot. But um, in the next decade or before that decade is ended up, I, I plan on getting one of these contracts that um, we're watching on TV on ESPN. Um, you got guys that have no experience getting multi-million dollar contracts, and I've been in the trenches for the last 17, 20 you know, years doing this coaching thing, and I'm pretty good at it. So yeah. I, I feel as if with you about all what forty, these, what? Right. you about forty, forty what? I'm asking. Oh. No, I'm in, I'm in my I'm in my thirties, cuz. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Wow, wow. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I, just, with that? I didn't know, bro. That's cool though. Yeah, I mean, but I, I've been doing I've been doing this coaching thing for uh, for a while on on many levels, and I have a um, a resume that I feel is a lot of NBA. New coaches with multi-million dollar contracts are getting without my experience. So I, I plan on uh, somehow, some way, putting that out there and, and letting myself um, get what I'm worth. I, I feel like it's very rare that you find somebody who legit can say that they built a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to yeah a, I to, agree. To, 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 to a contention level. I agree. And that is that's rare. That's very, very rare. A lot of a lot of people who are sitting in these head coaching positions in high school who, you know what I'm saying, got there off of, you know what I'm saying, it's happenstance. They've had some good players that came through, but you know what I'm saying, to to actually go through and say, This is what I did, I mean, you had your run that was significant in less than three years, I feel like. Yeah, am I am four, I accurate? Three, four? three I mean, or four? Three to four years. I mean, I mean, but you were coach of the year before. Yeah, the second the second year we they the the team, the second year I was there, the team accomplished a goal that hadn't been accomplished in forty years. There we go. That's big time. All right, man. Well, listen, bro. I got a question for Phil though. Okay. So when you get this this contract, bro, um, serious question: Are you going to ask for a chair to stand on when you coach <laughs> the NBA guys or? <laughs> hey, when he said serious question, I really thought yeah, that he was asking. I thought it was going to be real. Yeah, that was going to be a real question. I'm just asking: Are you going to ask him for a chair? Well, I know Tyron Lue. What Tyron Lue is about about six foot six. That's one. cool, man. He's but a tad bit taller. Uh, He's a little bit, but I mean, I believe, I believe that I you believe can get that contract. <laughs> But I do believe you're gonna need a chair too. Put some paper in your shoes. I didn't need a chair to coach you on ESPN. <laughs> so what? I didn't need a chair to coach you on ESPN Ooh. when we won that money. Yeah, big time. I wouldn't know no chair. They couldn't then. see you in the huddle. Oh, though. they saw me. <laughs> <laughs> they saw they me. Couldn't see they, you they in the huddle. They definitely saw me That's on TV. You done the great as job. I, long as I'm mic'd up, I'm good. All right, Norm. Uh, 2021. What we doing, baby? Um, twenty twenty one for me, man, is just to simply get better, continue to build on, you know, um, everything that I've started. 
And one of the biggest things too, like you said, I have tons of ideas. Um, just kind of, you know, carry out and follow through. Facts. Um, with those ideas and, you know, different things. And um, I'm into politics. So um, I'm going to continue there. And, you know, hopefully one day I'll be sitting at the throne of this thing here soon. Governor. If you want to win, put, put Norman, Norman in. in. <laughs> Easy. All right, Josh. 2021, what we doing, baby? 21, man. D-I-A, man. It's a vision that I've had for a little bit of time now, and I think it's about time that I start acting on it, man. It's called DIA, Dads in Action, man. So maybe we can talk about this on the podcast later, but... Don't give too much of it away. I'm not going to be slow. You know somebody got a slogan. So DIA is a vision. It's a vision that I've had. And you want to implement that. That's copyrighted right now. You got it copywritten, so don't... Hey, don't steal my stuff, man. Don't do it. Don't steal my stuff, I got the logo in the computer right now. Right now. Stop it. I got the paperwork typed up. Factoid. We already got it. Yeah. I D-I-A. really just want to reach out to men of all ages, just dads, man, fathers, just being better fathers to our that's daughters, enough. to that's our enough. sons. And yeah, just leave it alone. That's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, hey, man, listen, man. That's we, it. We here, man. <laughs> we, uh, we are excited. Goddamn podcast 2021 is coming It's fastly approaching man And uh, I am uh, excited about this new year Hopefully 2021 brings Carries nothing from 2020 over with it Except for all the good things that we took from it Because we did talk about some good things that we we grabbed from it Uh, Hopefully Rona is over You know what I'm saying In 2021 And the world opens back up to You know what I mean Normalcy But also we don't get caught in the loop We don't want to get caught in the loop because that's what happened We started there You say you want to hear The full song I want to hear the full song Baby That, that, was, that, that, was, that was deep Yeah I want to hear The full Big song you Boys are definitely Hearing the full song now sure. That's what I expect About Kanye Because Kanye would play A lot of the It wasn't just a loop Like he would play You know what I'm saying Multiple parts of that song You know what I'm saying You know what I mean So you got through the wire Like you know what I mean He would play the actual intro And then Loop him and then bring the intro. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. That's a whole nother talk. <laughs> That's a whole nother talk. But anyways, yeah. So we don't want to get caught in the loop and the, you know, rigmarole of uh everyday life. You know what I'm saying? So um 2021, man. Another thing I want to do, but I want to get on Norm's schedule a little bit more. How about you guys? Wow. If he can fit us in, I'm definitely with that. Yeah, yeah. Like Fire. He got That's a whole. He, no, he has a. He has an assistant. Have I had him up for lunch. I was like, "Can you please can you, can you call the assistant, Dude, Valerie? Sure. Did you can hit with the music. Valerie. <laughs> Did you can hit with the music too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All the time, man. It was Elevator. Like, it was like, man, Elevator. Yeah, boys to me the other day. Yeah. Hi, Valerie. Like, yeah, I was wanting to talk to Norman. Snow. They had Christmas. They had theme music. I'm like, dang, is that That's Norman? right, man. Listen, Browns. hey, Norm. Listen, Browns bro. Fire. No, I'm just saying, bro. You are very busy, and you know what I mean. You always get into it, so that's what we want to do too, man. But anyways, thank you guys for coming through, man. This was a dope podcast. Happy man. birthday, my brother! I appreciate you. Happy my birthday, birthday bro. is here. I'm grateful. Happy 32. Now talk about straight like this, shout it. Yeah, it's a goddamn podcast. We appreciate. Hey, we got to give a man shout out to. My guy back there, man. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy is Jimmy here. Trying Jimmy in the back. trying in the building. He's Jimmy in the back, in the back baby. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the Make back. Sure about to fall asleep. Make, Make sure you back, pull though. him up and put him on the screen. I'll put him on something. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but he's on here like every week. So Another definitely got to get the credit. Yeah, nah, he's here, man. He he was holding the camera down for us, and we appreciate that. For sure. Yeah, That's man. a real brother for you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Jimmy might mess around and be proposing this. Uh, Whoa. That's Come why on. I need that button.
Oh, we cut this. Uh, <laughs> he gave me the cue. He's about to cut off the film. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs>